0: Inspired by his father to become a filmmaker, Emmanuel Haas dismerez got his start as an actor and writer before he got into editing and directing. By wearing many hats, he got to learn every angle of the process. His new film, Birthmark, stars Matthew Goode and Tony Collette. In the movie, two scientists try to raise three children contrary to their genetic tendencies in an effort to prove the truth about nurture over nature in this exclusive interview the director talks about proper communication with cast and crew shooting what's essential his writing process with partner mark tulin knowing entry and exit points for a scene and proper blocking storyboarding and beyond
1: the obvious answer would be my dad my dad um was a filmmaker he um he was uh mainly into documentaries and photography and at a very young age and he was also a film historian and film teacher and at a very young age I was uh, I was really lucky to be exposed to you know all the great uh filmmakers of the last century and uh, so yeah i had a really interesting um film education and then um and then at some point going through school i was wondering uh where i'd uh, have a better time um, getting involved into the process. Would, would it be in front of the lens or behind the lens or, or just, um, you know, writing. And it ended up kind of, at first it, I thought it, you know, it was, it was more, I, I, I wanted to be more of an actor. And went through that for a few years until I, I, um, I stumbled upon editing and, um, editing brought me to uh loving the craft of, of of storytelling and then so then i went back to writing and eventually got into directing through commercials
0: did some of those I, I see credits for acting directing and writing on your imdb page did did that variety in editing as well did that kind of help you become a better director you know how to talk to actors better it really
1: did i i um think being an actor mainly um I, I was I was able to understand um, the I guess the sensibilities or, or I guess the um, the things that go through an actor's head when you're giving him notes um, we're all um, we're all so different and 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 I kind of realized quickly that depending um, obviously on who you're talking to but but um, depending on the zone you're in um the way you you take in notes and and you and you and you receive information about the characters is so different and and distinctive every time. And so, I guess that's um, one thing I realized that was kind of the responsibility of the filmmaker was uh, making sure I always found the right way to communicate what I wanted to communicate to the actors and, and make sure that, uh, you know, I found the best way for every person. Um, and then, yeah, like editing is by far, uh, what helped me the most in terms of storytelling and understanding, uh, what needs, what, I guess, what's crucial, uh, about, uh, you know, the, the, the filming aspect and what, what you really need in the can, um, when, once you've left set and enter the dark room, like what what's essential, and and uh, and then what what can be uh, you know saved afterwards in terms of uh, um, as you're as you're filming, you know that, that there's things that you can uh, fix afterwards. But uh, all that knowledge was 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 great to acquire uh, as an editor.
0: Are there any other specific examples of that like would, would knowing how to edit something does that make you um, shoot a scene more or shoot a scene less and think about timing more and things like that as well?
1: Yeah, it definitely timing and definitely um, knowing what's important. Um, sometimes it'll be it'll force you to shoot a film more because you'll realize that that what's crucial is not there yet. And sometimes it'll make you shoot a film less a uh, scene less um because you know that the more important thing is, is is there it's on it's on it's on it's on one end of of what you shot say on 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 one angle and that you know that in in a counter shot um for example you already have uh, what is important and so you uh, you can then decide. Okay, I can move on. Um, but but no, I, I would say that uh, yeah, rhythmically yeah is is uh, and knowing. I guess telling the scene where you want it to start and where you want it to finish. I guess that's the best advice that I got getting ready to to shoot the um, director for the first time is is to know. What's my entry point, and what's my exit point? And ideally, you've crafted uh, every cut in a scene. like you've you've you you've thought out of how every shot was going to follow you know every other. Uh, that's the ideal. But um sometimes you can't achieve that for many reasons, either it's that you know you don't have the time to prepare or or because you simply don't know. But the most important is, I guess, is to know the the, the first and uh, last piece of the of scene.
0: So, when you're, I see, tell me if, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're listed as the co writer on Whitewash and Birthmarked and the director. How did you kind of get started? Do you come up with those ideas with your writing partner? Then do you storyboard or do you just kind of sit down together in the same room? Kind of what are the logistics to your process?
1: The two. Films. Uh, my two features were were uh, written with Mark Tulin, who is. Um, the, the, but the process was 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 different on on um, both films. Whitewash. My first film was, um, was a film with very little dialogue. It was uh, about a man stranded in the woods um, after committing a, a crime, and he escapes um, by hiding. In the in the wilderness, in the, in the deep winter, and and um, that was a film more about the you know the the storytelling was so visual that I, I got more involved in the in the writing process. But um, with Birthmark, it, it was it was much more of a it, it was a comedy with with much much more dialogue and and many more characters and and a more complex piece in, in, in terms of brainstorming with with Mark, sitting down um, talking about the story, the structure, and then letting him do his magic and and Mark is a is marvelous with, with uh, at writing just great lines. And so that was giving him uh, a place to shine in terms of, of yeah, put, getting the ideas on on paper. afterwards, then the, no, no. Then the then the um, the storyboarding side is 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 a whole other thing. I, I which I which I I do either on my own for a bit or or sometimes with the DP. Where I, and I will only storyboard scenes um, that are complicated that I know will be complicated and that we have very little time to shoot and that we will have to plan out really really well. Um, but the rest of the time, I, I, I like to do a blocking um, within uh, a set where I, where I visit uh, an environment with the DP and, and the set designer and kind of storyboard from, from the moment we have the location.
0: So in, in Whitewash, your your 2013 film, a lot of it's shot in the snow. That's a pretty ambitious goal in, in that kind of, like, I think I saw an interview where you're talking about when you found uh, Thomas Hayden Church for the role, you needed someone who has a lot of great you know facial expressions as far as an actor. And I also heard that, or I think you said that you, it almost started as a comedy, but it quickly changed to a thriller. How did you make that decision to make that more of a dark film?
1: Well, it mixing genres and, and being kind of on the fence between, um, in terms of tonality was always something that, that interested me. It, it was, it definitely interested me in, in, uh, in the case of whitewash and, and, um, we were on that line the whole way through the process. Like if, you know, if I, if, 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 if the, I can sum up that, that film in a very, very, um, violent and dark way. And I can also sum it up in a kind of, um, I wouldn't say goofy, but yeah, in a kind of, uh, in the more of an ironic way and with, with kind of a, a, more of an ironic twist to it. And, and I liked the idea that, that humor could come out of, of such a dark place. And so even as we were, um, writing and then blocking and then, you know, discovering the character with with Thomas Hidden Church, and then even through the editing process and, and composing the music to it. Every aspect of choosing the tonality to Whitewash had that kind of that dance where we just, you know, we, we played with, with just two genres at once, being like bleak comedy and, and drama. So um, yeah, I, I, I that's that was kind of me the fun part of doing that
0: film. So with your new film uh, Birthmark, Birthmark, which comes out this week, um, what originally, where did that idea originally come from, and what made you want to kind of pursue that idea in that film?
1: Well, Birthmark came from um, it just came from a, a a conversation the writer and my a friend of ours and, and I were having about how. You know, we've been friends for many years, and how the you know our parents had um, the role our parents had taken in 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 influencing who we were, and and um, the the idea spun into that twisted um, you know comedic concept of of well, what if you know the parents' objective from the get go was to actually change and 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 redirect um, what what the children, what their children, uh, were meant to be, and and kind of play with their destiny. And um, and then as, as as we started writing that, so that was many years ago. We we uh, we had the idea like over ten years ago. And as we started writing the script, well, the the, the mark, the writer myself, we we had kids, and we started. Uh, um, being parents yourselves and and that really transformed our 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 perception of the question and as well as, as the script like how what we felt like saying and, and you know and our angle on the whole thing so um it was it was a very long and and, and yeah creative the, the the creative process was quite long.
0: So, in addition to those, you know, those conversations and those, you know, that decade of experience, was there some other research involved as well to kind of tackle that nature-nurture debate?
1: Oh, yeah, we we um, we absolutely went through a lot of reading and uh, to understand um, where science was, uh, is, and, and is going. Um, the um, i mean where what, what was interesting to us was um how the scientific community and the psychologists in in the in the last few decades how how their perception of the of the topic uh, that had evolved and and their understanding of of the debate had evolved and and, and the pendulum really swung you know both ways over the decades. It, at some point in time, it was you know everyone believed it was all nurture and in all nature, and and I guess today, I guess um, from all the readings, we kind of landed in some 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 area where 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 we feel that that kind of makes sense in terms of uh, you know uh, what makes us who we are. But but yeah, we, I think it was more about how. There were times not too long ago where we really had like radical ideas about nature versus nurture and, and uh, which today we kind of find ridiculous. And um, people were, were really doing some pretty crazy things out there in, in, in terms of trying to
0: understand uh, the, the whole question. Did some of that research help you kind of narrow down the time frame or, or which decade to set the movie as well?
1: Well, yeah, of course. Um, I mean, um, do you remember Project Nim, uh, the documentary uh, that came out? Yeah, and um, I, 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 that I remember marked me a lot in terms of wow. Like these are, I think it was Columbia University. These are these are you know very high-profile academics who really strongly believe that they can you know they they can accomplish, uh, that uh, they can, they can educate a, a, a chimp to, um, and raise them as a, as a human. And, 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 to me, and when you watch it, it's, it's amazing to me how, how, um, you can almost believe, um, what they're doing and why they're doing it. And, and I found that incredibly entertaining and, and interesting to, to see that, that, um, yeah, not too long ago, you know, early 70s uh, up till into the 80s they were still doing some some pretty crazy stuff.
0: How did you kind of um you, you and Mark or how did you come to the decision to kind of differentiate the three children as the brain, the artist and the pacifist? How did that characterization come in?
1: Good question. It was that went through a lot of um different directions. That went through... There was a time where we were uh, toying with the idea that maybe they were going to try to control the sexual orientation of the child and see if, if they could... Uh, if they could control that. And and um, and that ended up actually being part of the script uh, when we understand that, that there's... Uh, they have competitors that, that, that are doing the same thing. But... Um, but and then we went through you know different um, different ideas and and we stopped on on creativity on intelligence and aggression um, just for I guess for dramatic reasons and and for and because we thought that those would probably be the mo- more interesting ones um for the story and 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 uh and for the characters.
0: So in addition to the nature nurture debate, there's also kind of a I don't want to get anything away but towards the end they also kind of talk about the idea of dignity versus progress in science. Can you kind of elaborate on that idea and why it's also an important part of the story?
1: It's the as I was kind of saying earlier the the one important aspect of of, of uh, developing this 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 film was an understanding of um, of the scientific process and 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 uh, <clears throat> and the boundaries of science. And uh, I think the film is less about nature nurture than about how far some scientists are willing to go in order to, um, I guess. Be uh, talked about and be recognized and be celebrated and and actually be um, a rev- considered a revolutionary mind and and I think that's what kind of interested us uh, at some point was how far are these scientists willing to go and that's where the moral um, debate uh, arises throughout the film and uh, yeah and, and and we kind of understand that. In some ways, they did go too far.
0: You know, while you're writing the film or, or working with your uh, partner on this, did you guys come to any any different conclusions personally about the nature-nurture debate, or anything that you thought differently before the before you started writing it?
1: Um, we, um, as I was um, almost uh, getting into a, a bit earlier, I think there's there's one theory I, I'm starting to um, cling on to, or I did at some point. I'm not even sure if I where I'm standing on it now, um, cause it's always constantly kind of changing, but, but I, I, I'm realizing was the, uh, the trigger effect and, um, the idea that we're all kind of, uh, born with a, with a, you know, d- different assets and, uh, different predispositions and life decides if they trigger them or not. And, and I guess that's where, uh, the nurture aspect of, of, of life comes into play. And, and, um, so maybe, maybe some things in, within us will stay dormant our whole lives or be triggered very late into life. Um, but, um, that's, I guess in terms of psychology, I kind of believe that for now.
0: <laughs> okay, well, thank you for your time today. Is there anything else you'd like to say about the film we haven't discussed?
1: The, the, the film, in the end, has uh, it's it's it really is uh, a comedy about uh, about family more than anything else. And and uh, even though it is about nature nurture and the boundaries of science, it, it mostly is about about family and and and, and what it means to to uh, belong to a family. So, um, yeah, that's it.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into the show. Before you leave, don't forget to sign up for the weekly newsletter, where you also get free access to the freelancer course, Master the Freelancer Mindset. This system will teach you exactly how to find clients online, which includes step one, the psychology of the mindset, step two, how to create a killer profile, and step three, how to find quality clients. This online course is valued at $99. It can be yours for free. In addition to the free course, you'll get access to the ebook, How Hollywood Screenwriters Annihilate Writer's Block. This contains advice from Aaron Sorkin, Carrie Fukunaga, and William Monahan. You can find all of this and more on creativeprinciples.live. Visit the website for new interviews, articles, and the daily blog. That's creativeprinciples.live.